people of Earth, your planet has to be destroyed. Welcome to Conspiracy, the show, with your hosts, Adam Todd Brown and Connor McSpadden. Hey everybody, welcome to Conspiracy the Show. I'm Adam Todd Brown. Connor McSpadden is still writing for the Comedy Central roast of Bruce Willis. Ooh. So joining me as co-host today, Adam Ganser. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. We used to work together at Crack. We sure did. And then the purge happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was gone before that. Well, but... I was on the early wave of it too, actually. That that's the uh that's the secret scandal. Remember that Radiohead video that never aired that we made? Oh, that's right. <laughs> it never aired. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you want to know our thoughts on a moon a moon-shaped pool too late. It's over. Yeah, You'll I forgot we yeah, I forgot we did that yeah, probably because I got fired immediately after. <laughs> had other things on my mind <laughs> yeah he didn't think to follow it up yeah i don't blame you so thanks for doing this i you really bet. appreciate thanks for having it. me uh i was explaining to adam before this that comedy the the la comedy community does not produce a lot of sports fans man so, so few. with it being sports month still on conspiracy the show it was tough rounding up a co-host and then i thought <laughs> shit adam get because yeah, yeah of course brett had mentioned you for the sports podcast which yeah. We should talk about after this. I'm excited about that. Do a weekly sports podcast with us. I would love to. When LeBron got traded to the Lakers like two weeks ago, I legitimately couldn't find a friend who cared about that. Oh, wow. And it was like, what? That's what the first episode of our sports podcast was about. Well, that's what it should be. It's like It was huge. Yeah, come on. What are you talking about? It's it's mammoth news. Nobody cared. Nobody gave a shit. It's big news. I think it was big news in terms of, I think LeBron is a, a... trendsetter in terms of how athletes deal with their relationship to teams because it used to be a lot of oh that player's disloyal but like that team would trade anybody at any moment there's no loyalty expected from the business side correct and he's the one who's made that the culture yeah it's not just that he was ahead of it he created that culture right i would argue yeah so we're excited to see what happens out here in L.A. now i know i'm a bulls fan but oh boy rough times for you yeah you miss thibodeau yeah, not really. Like, yeah. here's the thing about the Bulls in basketball. Like, we're talking about Michael Jordan today. Yeah. The Bulls owe me nothing else mm-hmm. in life. Mm-hmm. They could have losing seasons the rest of my life, and we won six championships. So right. I'm, I'm more worried about the Bears getting their shit together. <laughs> I would also be worried about that. <laughs> I do not like it's the not, quarterbacks they've been drafting. It's not going to happen this year. Yeah, I no. know that. No, no, no. It doesn't look good. Who's the new coach you guys hired? Oh, Nagy? Is that yeah, his last name? I don't know. It didn't. I didn't track with this, so I'm not sure. I, he was an, I think, an offensive coordinator somewhere. I just saw it the other day. I mean, John Fox it? is being frozen in, cl- in cryo sleep as we speak. Like, he's, yeah, he's. Dust. I thought John Fox was gonna be a good pick, but Denver always seems to know when somebody's done. They're yeah. good at getting rid of people right when they're done. Yeah, Matt Nagy, Kansas yeah. City Chiefs offensive coordinator. Well, that was a good offense last year. So yeah, I don't know. But, you know, maybe maybe not so bad. We'll I see. I don't know about Trubisky. I'm not sure about him. Yeah, that was a weird pick. Mm. That was a really weird pick. I feel like there yeah. were better quarterbacks available. I called I called Schmitty when it happened because he's also a Bears fan and he was yeah. he was just very despondent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been it's been some tough years. Yeah. And so, but today we're talking about the good Chicago times. sports. Yeah. When when things weren't so bad. 
when Michael Jordan ruled the land. Well, this was the greatest era of any sports team ever, right? Like, it's it's in that conversation. It yeah. has to be. I'm almost glad he left for those two seasons because right. I feel like they were close to... I don't know that they were going to win four in a row. Who knows? It's hard to say. Because they came back and won three like it was no fun. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, it was so easy for him. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the refs let him get away with a lot of fouls and traveling and things, but that's yeah. every superstar. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, LeBron gets the same calls. Kobe yeah. got the same calls. You know? And as we'll find out today, Jordan got away with a lot of other shit, oh, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> so much. So we're actually doing two episodes about Michael Jordan conspiracies, because there are so many. Yep, there's a lot. And every damn one of them is super entertaining. I they, love it. They're all, I mean, they all hinge around a few key facts that I'm sure we're going to cover. Right. But right. one of the things I haven't seen covered anywhere is at what point did we all collectively turn on Jordan? Because that happened. Do you have a guess? Yeah. Do you have a guess for when it happened, in your opinion? For me, I would think when he came back the second time. That, see, that's early, I think. I think people were still on the Jordan train. Yeah. I think it was the Hall of Fame speech. Have you seen it? Oh, the Hall of oh. Fame speech. He was salty. He was a monster. <laughs> it was like... <laughs> <laughs> they like it's like, hey man, here's like a celebration of your career, and all he did is list a bunch of people he beat. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. man, we know, and you're Michael he Jordan. Yeah, it's like you're Michael Jordan. What are you doing right now? And that kind of speaks to the topic today yes. because he is psychopathically yes competitive, and that's maybe the first time those of us who didn't follow that team closely got a real window into that. The news was yeah. out, but like. Us casual fans who like just like Jordan, it was like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? Yeah, I remember that really split people. Yes. Like, some people were like, oh, that was fucking great. <laughs> Those people being me. Sure. Probably. Well, yeah, <laughs> sure. If he was my guy, I would love him. I have to love Kobe, and I think he's also a monster, but I have to love yeah. him. Yeah. You know, I have to. Yeah, the but him him coming back to play for the Wizards, I hate. I remember. That's, that's terrible. I don't remember if it was Alex Schmidt or Logan Trent, but they're both from Chicago. Yeah. And one of them posted a stock photo of Jordan and Pippen, but it was when Jordan was playing for the Wizards and Pippen was playing for Houston. That's just the worst. And their caption just said, this is the worst image ever. (laughs) (laughs) This is so sad. You wonder if Pippen would have been happy in some in some other situation, like because so, yeah, you know, sometimes he feels a little sad. I did find an article when I was researching this yeah. about Pippen. He was pretty happy when Jordan retired. Uh, why wouldn't you be? The guy's yeah. a maniac, and he you know finally got to be like cause Pippen's one of the fifty best players. Also, like the NBA yes, officially definitely. declared their fifty greatest players, and Pippen was one of them. Interesting. And so he was like, yeah, I got the I got to be the man for a while, and it's like, yeah, you didn't win any championships as the man, but. <laughs> I hear you. Good argument. Yeah, congratulations on being the man, a championshipless yeah. man. But I also clearly remember a shot of Scottie Pippen on the sidelines when Jordan was gone and was talking about coming back. And it was Scottie Pippen holding up a pair of Jordans and pointing at the Air Jordan logo on the bottom and just going, come back. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, losing sucks. Yeah. <laughs> a season of that will convince Because that yeah. second season, they after Jordan left, they tanked yeah like, well I, they kind of made the playoff they right. made the playoffs the first season right after he left but that next season they were not great what was the year was that the year that jordan came back as 45 right and he was like it was like oh he's not the same because there was like six months where he's just yeah not, and they were like well it. you can't wear number 23 and eventually <laughs> right. he was like we'll see like just give me the fucking jersey yeah you know like, just you can raise it up again. again yeah come on <laughs> Come on. So, on this first episode, we're going to focus on two conspiracies. One 
is the idea that James Jordan, Michael Jordan's father, mm. was actually murdered over Jordan's gambling debts. Which I've, I've heard it many times. I love yeah. this, and I've heard this maybe a hundred times. And the second theory we're going to talk about is the idea that Jordan's retirement was actually a secret suspension handed down by David Stern, yep. and they just came to an agreement that, hey, we'll call it a retirement, right. and I'll come back in a little while. Right. I definitely believe one of those. I, I am inclined to believe the suspension one. Yeah. The murder by the mob one is a little tough, uh, but yeah, it's fun to talk about. The murder, uh, we'll get into it. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't doubt that the two dudes who went to prison for that murder maybe didn't commit the murder. See, like, that's the craziest fact to me. That is the craziest fact, that they never said shit about that till they're already in jail. Right? Do we, yeah. we, am I skipping ahead? Do you want to like cover no. it so it's clear? No. Yeah. yeah, well, we should point out, and yeah. we're going to talk about this guy on the next episode a little more in detail. We kind of mentioned him last time. What is this dude's name? Mike Corzemba? Corzemba. He's he, a, he is YouTube's premier basketball conspiracy theorist. I can't believe this is the best YouTube has to offer on that front. I really he's, can't believe that. He's like he does a good job laying these conspiracies out for sure. He's good at it. Yeah, I agree with that. It's just that we've been talking NBA conspiracies for my entire life. Right. Like the draft is fixed. That's a, that's a thing you've heard every year. Yeah. Your whole life. You know? Yeah, we did the the first sports month episode or the second sports month episode was about the 85 draft lottery. Right. Which the, was very clearly rigged. So. Yeah, the Ewing one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he, he's that where weird just, reach under with the envelope. And the guy who puts the envelope in bangs it against the side. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's not suspicious at all. Stern is such a ghoul. Like, David oh, yeah. Stern is such a goblin, man. The he, NBA in general is a sleazy outfit. A little bit. A little, it's like, not as... It's looking good these days, but, like, well, yeah. it was sleazy for a long time. Not having players consistently shoot themselves in the chest after retirement will make any yep. league look better true by comparison that is true football is in a tough place right now football is in real danger this anthem yeah. thing is going to be i mean a, an even bigger nightmare that is it's going to go worse for the nfl it's yeah. not going to go better yeah i could know? see that for sure which is a shame because football is my favorite sport football's i mean i played it in high school so i have more connection to it but, yeah but you know, I can't. You can't have this crap going on. No, yeah, not at all. We but, always forget. By the way, the NBA had ten years where everyone was on cocaine, right? Like in the eighties, right. like that was like a regular known thing in the eighties that they were all on cocaine. Yeah, that like, at one point it was estimated somewhere between forty and seventy percent of the NBA was doing cocaine. <laughs> Which crazy? It's so crazy. I shouldn't laugh because it's like, my God, get that under control. Yeah, but baseball was the same thing. Sure, like baseball in the eight. Baseball forever has been stimulants, like be it amphetamines, cocaine. Baseball's been cheating the entire time. Right. Anybody that gets like high and mighty with me about baseball, it's like, dude, they used to throw brown mall like brown balls that were a little smaller than regular baseball, so you couldn't even see them from a mound like ten feet high. (laughs) So don't tell me how pure this game is. Like that's fucking horseshit. Yeah, yeah, they've been cheating forever. But it yeah. seems like the NBA of late is getting a lot of accusations about being rigged, especially in the sure. playoffs. Sure. And well, yeah, super teams. That's the problem. A, uh, yeah, yeah, super teams that don't get called for fouls yeah. in the third or fourth quarter yeah. is a huge problem. <laughs> that's a, that's an issue. I mean, also, and I'm not, I, I, I do want to get to the topic at hand, but like as a Laker fan, we got a big conspiracy theory gripe about that Chris Paul trade. 
We will, Lakers oh, fans really? will never let that go. No. You don't remember how this happened. See, I remember this. Remember, remember Chris Paul was supposed to go to Lakers? Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. So that trade was announced. And then this was right after the bargaining agreement where David Stern went on TV and like undermined the players with his like ghoul smile. Oh, yeah. That whole thing was happening. And so Dan Gilbert of the Cleveland Cavaliers calls up David Stern. He's like, this is why we had a bargaining agreement. So the Lakers and these teams like this can't continue to get super teams. This is bullshit. You have to nullify this trade. Now, Chris Paul was playing for the Hornets. Right. The Hornets were owned by the NBA at that time because they, they couldn't get somebody to buy the team. Oh, shit. So they had an, uh, an NBA-appointed guy who was GM who was going to be allowed to run the team without the influence. I'm putting air quotes up. Right. Uh, without any influence from the NBA. Then, lo and behold, the NBA canceled the trade. And that led to Lamar Odom's whole fucking life falling apart because he was part of that <laughs> trade. And no, seriously, yeah. he, like his whole life fell apart. Gasol wasn't the same guy. Like it just devastated our Lakers team. Like we'll never forgive the NBA for it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know anything about. Oh that. yeah. We can go in. Yeah. The sure. the NBA is crazy. They, yeah. There are a lot yeah. of most of the episodes this month. We did one about baseball. Yep. About my my theory that baseball manufactured the steroid scandal to discredit. Barry Bonds. They hate his ass. So they much. hated him. So they hate much. him so much. He must be a real dick. He, oh, he, 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 he had a be. history of yeah. being just an unpleasant fuck stick to fans yeah. and media. <laughs> and I just feel like they were like, "This motherfucker's going to break the home run record, and we have to do something about right. it." I, yeah, they must just be like, "God, it can't be this guy, not this guy." Like they just hated him so much. Have you ever been to the Baseball Hall of Fame? I have not. I went. It was. It's like going to a gift shop of in course. the middle of nowhere. Right? It's a it's, tiny town. It's in Canton, right? Yeah. yeah no, it's, it's like, in Cooperstown, oh, New Cooperstown. York. Right, right, so right, right, right. deep upstate New York. Right. Okay. And the Barry Bonds exhibit is so small. It's like not like Hank Aaron still has an entire room dedicated to him breaking the home run record. Sure. And Barry Bonds just has this like obligatory <laughs> fuck you wall. <laughs> Like, we know we have to mention it. Like a booth. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) He's on the second stage. I mean, honestly, I don't know by what metric you make these decisions, but pretty much any metric, Barry Bonds is the best baseball player that ever lived. For sure. So, like, get over it, baseball. I mean, yeah, okay, he's a dick. Babe Ruth wasn't that good of a guy. No, Ty Cobb. Ty Cobb was a nightmare. (laughs) That guy was a horrible person. He was a very bad person. He really was. So, like... Like what are we protecting here? I don't understand yeah. it. Is it you know you don't want to you don't want to run right to the racism and all that stuff, but you start to. It's hard not to. It's though. hard not to. In some when Ty Cobb cases. is like celebrated, the guy like he, what yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. So let's talk about the theory that James Jordan was murdered over Michael Jordan's gambling debts. We yes. won't watch the the Mike Corzemba video. It's like ten minutes long. We don't have time for that. But it's not terrible though. I I, I wouldn't say avoid it. I, it it's interesting enough. If you I would care. say go out and watch at least yeah. all of the videos we mentioned on yeah. these episodes yeah. because he does a good job and he's not the type of conspiracy theorist who believes everything he's saying, which no. is always good. That's kind of how this show works too. Yeah, that's what you have to be. I think. Yeah. Otherwise, it's it's not fun if you believe everything. Right. You know? Like I. After doing this show, I believe Elvis faked his death. Ooh, very much. Wow. I believe Elvis was an FBI informant who oh, faked wow. his death. I do not believe the moon landing was faked. Sure. Uh, that seems so, stupid. Yeah. There's uh so it comes and goes. Like you have to be objective about this shit. God, I want to hear that Elvis story so bad. We now. did an episode about it. I'll, I'll have to go back and listen to yeah, it. Yeah, I'll tell you about it after yeah, too. Great. It's cool. 
pretty fucking compelling. I'm, ex- I'm really excited about that. So okay. we're talking about James Jordan possibly being murdered over Jordan's gambling debts. And Jordan gambled. This is an important background piece of information. Jordan gambled on everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Whose luggage would come out first is the one that gets mentioned a bunch. That's a really famous story where not only that he bets on everything, but it also demonstrates how competitive he was. Yeah. What happened, he was at an airport. The Bulls were uh, waiting for their luggage, and he bet, I think, nine different teammates $100 that his bag would come out first. And he was like, because I'm the star. Of course my bag's going to come out first. And these players were like, "What? Whatever. Yeah, we'll take that." Bet. What an asshole situation to set up. By yes. the way, yeah. Keep and going. he ends up winning, right? Which everyone's mind is blown at the time. And then later we find out he bribed an airport employee to put his bag on the carousel first, <laughs> just so he would win that bet for nine hundred dollars. Like in other stories, we're going to talk about at some point on this podcast and maybe the next one. Like he throws away twenty thousand dollars just right. to spite a person. He he like arranged this whole fucking thing for nine hundred dollars. Nine. What is wrong with you? Hundred dollars. That's not a lot of money to me, and I'm unemployed. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. What a dick. Right. I remember, and it—it it seems like he was kind of tight with money to some extent. Like I don't if get it, it, yeah. Like he would it. gamble a lot, but right. I remember a story about. I guess the Bulls did like a, a gift exchange every okay. year, okay. and you would draw names. Yeah, and I forget who the player was that got Jordan. Like Jordan picked his name. Okay, and this player was like, "Man, I'm getting a Land Rover for Christmas," and Jordan oh, got boy. him like a portable cd player or oh <laughs> no like the That's cheapest insane. shittiest gift at least be peyton manning if you're gonna be a piece yeah. of shit you know what i mean like like when the gift giving comes you know pour out the heart man you yeah know? nope didn't do it <laughs> not for jordan I, I don't think he was tight on his money because he owns a, he owns a basketball team now there's yeah. no way he was running low on money. I think it, I think he doesn't pay up to these people because no, I like, meant like tight you. with his money. Like he oh, doesn't. like he holds on to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got you. I got you. And yeah, there was all, speaking of him not paying people. There's right. a book called Michael and Me that came out in the '90s, and we'll talk a little more about the timing of that book, which uh, plays into this a lot. Okay, but it was written by a guy named Richard Aquinas, and he claimed at one point that Jordan owed him nine hundred and two thousand dollars. But did not want to pay him, and it was it was golf that they lost. He lost this money. Yeah, how the fuck much money? How much golf did you yeah. play? Well, that was okay. So again, in this that Charles Barkley story, we're going to talk about later. The 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 craziest fact about it is they played forty eight holes of golf. Yeah, that's that so much. So much golf. <laughs> that's like twenty hours of golf, man. It's so much. Anyway, nine hundred thousand dollars worth of golf is even if it's there's no way they're betting a hundred thousand a hole, right? There's no way they're doing that. I would hope not. I mean, so at least they're ba- they're it's fifty thousand a hole, right? Because eighteen holes. Yeah, I could see that. But there's no way. You know, it's like a thousand a hole or some crazy. It's you know, it's like yeah, it this has is to like be years like, or something. Yeah, you know. And they finally, he like chases Jordan by phone for yeah. years, and they finally agree on a three hundred thousand dollars settlement that Jordan asked to pay in installments, not because he's broke, <laughs> but because his wife will notice if three hundred thousand dollars goes missing out of their account all at once. <laughs> what a piece of shit. It's just <laughs> that's just like it's like dude just pay the money you fucking asshole. Just admit to your wife that you're gambling. And imagine you'd go to these lengths to hide it from your wife <laughs> and then the dude writes a book. 
<laughs> well, not, yes. Ah. Not only that, there's no way his wife doesn't know. Like, he <laughs> yeah. thinks his wife is a lot stupider than she is. <laughs> there's no way she's not like, you think he's gump gambling? No, not my Michael. How can no, he be a gambler? No. It's he's all so, charity money. Right, he's a gentle as a fawn at home. <laughs> no chance. No chance that's true. And another thing that points to his his gambling issues, especially at the time, yeah. the 1993 Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this. Yeah, I remember Because I too. remember hearing it and being like, we're still going to fucking win. <laughs> and we did. But he was spotted in Atlantic City at a yeah. casino at 2.30 in the morning the same day he had a game in New York, which is two hours away. Yeah. So at best, he's getting back to New York around 6 a.m., that's twelve hours from that game, right? Yeah. I mean, I get that it's a story. I get that he shouldn't be doing it. It's but not. at the same time, he could sleep it off. Of course, he can. Yeah. That's why he's doing it. He knows. Yeah. You know. Uh. But it it's a li- like that does show a real lack of judgment. It's it, just not a thing the league is going to want to no. see anyone doing. No. Especially not its biggest star. That would probably be a big story today if it had. Oh, like, for Kevin sure. Durant was doing it today. Oh, yeah. It would be a big story. Yeah, for sure. You know? And so all of this stuff kind of happened around the same time. There was also, they found a $57,000 check that Jordan had written to a drug mule named Slim Buehler. And they found that after the Slim Buehler. (laughs) Great. Great name. Yeah. You know what you're getting into when you're hanging out with a guy named Slim. And that's yeah. that's kind of the point of this Mike Corzemba right. video right. is that not only was Jordan gambling, he was hanging out with some really unsavory people. And this Slim Buehler is <laughs> an example of that. The feds end up raiding his house at one point yep. and find this $57,000 check that Jordan had written him. And at first Jordan said it was a loan, as if that's better. Oh, I just right. loaned this drug dealer $57,000. That's all. I mean, echoes of Trump here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like like big time echoes of right. Trump. Also, I just have to say, just side note, Corzamba, the guy whose video this is, said the word kingpin, drug kingpin. He said that phrase so many times. Yes. I haven't heard that phrase said more since like fucking Dick Tracy. Yeah. Like it's just so drug kingpin and drug mule. Drug kingpin. He just kept saying it. <laughs> and. Yeah. Yeah, Jordan finally, he was called to testify in this guy's trial, and that's when he had to admit that the check was for gambling debts. Because he was under oath. Right. So he tried to lie his way out of that, and then finally the court caught up to him. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably a pretty embarrassing thing to admit to in court. Yeah, I wonder how the wife felt about that. Right. At at what point (laughs) is his wife like, you're a gambler? Like, come on. There was also Eddie Dow, who was a bail bondsman who was murdered. Uh, police found three checks from Jordan in Dow's briefcase for a total of $108,000, also for gambling losses. Yeah. I mean, okay, so just just side note, how much money do you think Jordan's making right now in this era a year? $60 million? At least, because he's like that? got the endorsement deal. That's what I mean. But too. they were way less back then. Yeah. Probably not a lot less because he was Michael Jordan and the whole world revolved yeah. around him. I'd, he, I'd say $50, 60000000 million yeah, easy that seems a right. year. Yeah. That seems right. So this is still chump change to him. Right. Like, all this money that's, like, a big problem is, like, okay, so... But he could still pay it off but there, pretty but, easily, one would think. But for some reason, he doesn't pay it off that Because he's a prick. Yeah. yeah. He, he, I mean, I think it's all, like, I can get away with this. I think that's the right. kind of guy he is. Like, I can fucking get away with this somehow. Yeah. I'll, I'll, win, I'll win my way out of this problem. Right. Yeah. And so that is kind of the background yeah. that leads up to... 
what happens to James Jordan. On July 23rd, 1993, he pulled over on the side of a highway to take a nap, which, come on, dude, get a hotel. You're James Jordan. <laughs> well, maybe he was like unable to drive well. Yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe he's being a responsible motor, you know. Could uh, be. I doubt that, but, but yeah, could probably be. not. Could be. Sure. Fair enough. He's like, my son has lost all this gambling money. I can't afford a motel right now. Just, just real quick, how did they figure that out? How did they figure out he was taking a nap? Since the next time we all saw him, he was dead. Yeah, that, I don't know. I guess maybe the people who killed him said they walked up and just saw him sleeping, maybe? Well, that leads to, that's a really important detail for later in this conversation. Right. I'm just going to come back to it later. Yeah. Yeah. So, according to the official account, Daniel Green and Larry Demery spot the car and decide to rob James Jordan. They end up killing him, dumping his body, and they're finally caught the same way so many early 90s criminals were caught on forensic files, by making a cell phone call. It's like, what? Like... That it, from a car phone, a car yeah, phone from call. a car phone from James Jordan's car they're so, phone. Like everyone's so intrigued by car phones in the nineties, it's it's like a fucking yeah. bear to a honeypot. Yeah, they just can't avoid it. Like I gotta. Call. And it I was got it was before that time. I brought up forensic files because yeah. there's so many episodes of that where it, they're they're dragging it out like this investigation right. took a while. And then at some point, they're just like, and after three days, we subpoenaed phone records, and that was it. Like, <laughs> this guy had no idea he should have turned his phone off. He was literally at the place where the murder happened when it happened. Confessing it on a phone call yeah. to his girlfriend. And it's like, or this could have been a five minute episode, man. <laughs> this That's could have been the real crime is. Cell phone files. Yeah. <laughs> and that, yeah, that caught a lot of people back then. And that's yeah. how these two were caught. But then a few years later, Green changes his story. Yeah. He says, I didn't kill him. It's cut and dry. It's not like I was even there when he was killed. Right. That's the, that's the sentence that is, uh, is creepy about right. it. Right. What do you mean you weren't there when he was killed? Right. What's that mean? He was already dead when you found him? That's and what he's implying, right? That is what he's implying. He said, I feel like both of us are pawns in a game. Basically, okay. I, I think his his claim is that these two were tasked with getting rid of the body and getting rid of the car. And whoever yeah. asked them to do that basically framed them for murder, probably by saying, hey, call me from his car phone when you're done to let me know you got all this done. That would be, that would be very clever indeed. Yeah. It is weird that these two guys decided to rob a car. I'm putting that in air quotes again because that's a strange decision it is. for a robbery. And they went right to murdering. Because robbery and murder yeah. are very different things. And where were they? Like, were they side of the road? Were they walking on the highway? That doesn't make sense. No, but oh, but I don't. But know if you're that. driving, you're not automatically you're not looking for robbery opportunities. Pull over and right. stop just because a car is stopped. It's weird. That doesn't add up. I, yeah, it doesn't add up. And again, I this is the point where I again I bring up the fact that how do we know he was taking a nap? Yeah, is that is that in some way like a euphemism for? He was already unconscious, you know what I mean? Like, what does that mean? You know, I just think that's curious. And so they have, his lawyers have called for a retrial just this year. They filed like a 205-page document. And one of the things that they're pointing to is the crime lab that, and there's been so many instances of this in recent years, the crime lab that tested the evidence in this case has since come out and admitted that in at least 190 different cases, they either falsified evidence or just gave like 
shitty evidence to help yeah. the police seal their case. It sounds like some LA Confidential shit over there. Yeah. yeah. And this is one of the cases where they admit that they weren't exactly honest about the physical evidence. Well, I think they're alleging that. Right, I don't think that the yeah, I don't think that the lab has said we fucked up the evidence well, in the, this case. The lab knows how many cases they fucked up. Is that what the detail? Was? Okay, because the thing I was confused about here is like, is this just an opportunism thing where it's like, oh, this lab that this happened at ha- is suspect now because of the way they did shit, or is it yeah. they actually fucked up this case? Yeah, I couldn't. It it seemed like they were implying that it was this case. Okay, and I'll accept that. If that's true, he should definitely get a retrial. Yeah. I would think. But if it's just, well, maybe they falsified evidence, then it's not. That's what I would want to know that before I had a really passionate take on it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it seems like a weird thing, but it's there's no way this is probably ever going to be proven. And I think these two are just going to be in prison the rest of their lives. If If they're if what they said is true. That they are, if what we're implying about them is true, that they were set up by, let's call the the mob, I guess. I don't know where we got the mob from. Yeah, he also say says that. the mafia in this video, and it's like, I don't think the mafia was in Charlotte at the time. How did we get to the mafia from here? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> from a shady drug ping, kingpin to the mafia, I guess. Anyway, let's say that some crime overlord is, in fact, set them up. They should be happy they're in jail then. You right. Know what I mean, because like, getting free isn't going to be the solution. No, you're going to get murdered. Yeah. As soon as you're free. I mean, if he can kill Michael Jordan's father and nothing happens to him, or her, I guess, could be a female overlord, let's say. Uh, <laughs> Michael Jordan's father? <laughs> that's the other, that's the next conspiracy That's the theory. next conspiracy, yeah. weird. <laughs> no, but like, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to spring free if, uh, if you're the fall guy, right? Yeah, probably not. You want to live. That's not going to be the safest thing. Right. You it's know? like that Paul Manafort situation. Like, what's that guy do? Flip on Trump and then get murdered by Russia. Yeah, that's the real problem, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's going to get some radioactive tea or some shit. What a cool way to die. I mean... What if it just gives you powers? You you hate admiring anything these Russians are fucking doing, but their use of chemicals to kill people right now is like some real spy shit. It's very admirable. Putin is a fascinating figure. 100%. Just in general. One of my favorite things about him is... He is aggressively late to meetings with everybody. <laughs> I did not know And they that. say it's just like, they assume it's like a power thing. Sure. Where he's like, well, I'm Putin, so you, Queen of England, are going to wait a few hours for me to show up. He made the Pope wait for two hours. Yeah. Two hours, well, yeah. I see that. Two hours late to meet the Pope, that's fine. I think it's more, that's more of a tone thing, right? Yeah. You know, like, I don't want your, I don't want what you're peddling here. Yeah, you know, more uh, like pedoing. <laughs> Zing. Zing. Oh, is the fucking soundboard not working? <laughs> oh, that was there, worth waiting for. There's the air horn that deserved. <laughs> <laughs> that was worth waiting for. I'm glad we did that. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, in either case, it's strange that Michael Jordan, the vindictive man that he is, has never done much about this. Right. That's also an unusual omission. Yeah, he wouldn't, he has not spoken on it. Wouldn't you think much. he'd want somebody's balls in a vice somewhere? Like somebody yeah. crucified in public? Unless 
Unless he knows why. Unless he right. knows there was more to this right. and doesn't want it to come out that his father got murdered over right. his gambling debts. I mean, maybe a tragedy of this magnitude is bad enough that even somebody like Michael Jordan's like, I just don't want to deal with it. You know? Yeah. Because that's, that's the legitimate thing that people were peddling around with this is like, his father's death is what actually made him retire from basketball because right. he was so distraught. Which is what I assumed when yeah, it happened. it makes sense. Like, I, I figured, yeah, that's, that's why he's quitting. That makes sense. It didn't explain him playing for the White Sox. No, nothing can explain that. No. Also, what's with every athlete when they leave the sport they do? They think, I'll give baseball a shot. Why does yeah. everybody think it's so easy to play baseball? Yeah. And it's, it's not. And he was already 30, which right. in baseball years, ancient. even though players play forever, if right. you're not major league level by 30, they're right. like, no, nah, you're not going to make it. it. It's so hard to get a major league contract for these guys who come out of high school and they play until right. they're 28 before they finally make the bigs. That's 10 years of making 30 grand a year traveling around in your Jeep or whatever. Ugh, that yeah. would be the fucking worst. It's a really rough life, man. And I loved playing baseball yeah, as a kid. But it's fun. Yeah. But I like, not so do I don't that know why shit. Jordan, just because he's great at basketball, thinks suddenly I'm going to be able to hit home runs. Yeah. That's a different skill he set. He could not. No, he could not. <laughs> Batted 202, was that the number? Something like that. That's pitcher level. In the minor leagues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, the end of this video, though, I feel like Mike gets a little exuberant in shooting this theory down. Definitely. Probably because he doesn't want to potentially be murdered. <laughs> like, I, or because he doesn't want to be the guy who really hung his hat on something this outlandish unless yeah. he was certain. And it's, it's actually, he kept using that word like outlandish or like this yeah. was, but it's not that crazy to think that a guy with massive gambling debts might have gotten his father killed over the, i mean it's not a, the cra- it wouldn't be the craziest motive for it's not, murder it's not like it hasn't happened in history right it would be crazy for it to happen to this man in this time yeah it the, like probably the most famous man in the world except for the president yeah michael jordan yeah like, maybe bill clinton time. was more present more famous maybe right yeah than michael jordan michael jordan was fucking huge it was jordan like michael jackson like like that's yeah the level we're talking about for his father to die so suspiciously or or i guess the other for for a mafia member to take him out by this you know fucking strange cloak and dagger shit is pretty ballsy and it would also like jordan's really not going to pay you then Fuck no! You already lost. <laughs> you know they already you already collected like, on the debt, man. Killed his dad. He's right. not going to fucking pay you after that. That's worth nine hundred grand at least. Yeah, you know, like he's not paying <laughs> the debt after that. Why would he? So this, I don't, I don't know about this. I think probably not. I still think it's. I still think there's something amiss about it. In that, I think the move from robbery to murder by those two guys, yeah, is really weird. I don't discount that these two might not be might be somewhat innocent well not innocent i mean they dispose of the body in the car but i don't doubt that someone might have pinned this murder on them i just don't know because james jordan wasn't the most savory character oh was he a shady dude yeah he was he was a shady dude who had some shady dealings i think he was actually i think he was facing like charges for something at this time also or like under that investigation sucks. for like some weird business dealings. Hmm. So it might have been a weird murder that <laughs> someone got away with, but I don't know that it was necessarily tied to Jordan's gambling. I mean, I think we we're just trying to make a connection because it dovetails so nicely with uh, his retirement. Yeah. You know, because it seems like these people that he was, Jordan was betting with, they were obviously getting close enough to Jordan to take 
handwritten checks and things. They yeah. could have just killed him. I don't know if Slim, the uh, <laughs> the drug mule, had had the stones him to go murdering <laughs> Michael Jack Jordan. Excuse me, I don't know about that. Uh, so that's one of the theories. <laughs> now the theory I do believe, yeah, 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 is the theory that Jordan's retirement was actually a secret suspension that David Stern handed down over Jordan's gambling debts. Either Stern suspended him, or Jordan was just like. Let me just quit for a couple of years, yeah, and then we'll talk about it later, and I'll maybe come back. This feels like exactly the kind of thing David Stern would do, right? Like one hundred percent in tone with yeah. Who he is. After the draft lottery episode, I'm I'm on board with almost every NBA conspiracy theory. <laughs> just watching him talk, yeah. Apparently, you'll you'll just enjoy this detail. So a friend of mine apparently like served him in some like party back when he was commissioner. And apparently he's, like, obsessed with pigs in a blanket. Like, he thinks it's not a party if there's not pigs in a blanket. And he gets really upset if they're delayed. Wow. Yeah. He's like, David Stern's just obsessed with pigs in a blanket is a fact I heard via the grapevine from my friends. That's crazy. Yeah. What a strange And they're thing. not that good. No. That's like... That's like casseroles. It's like yeah. caring about something like that. It's like, what? It's like, don't fancy up a hot dog with <laughs> puff pastry. Get the fuck out of here. It's just caring about an old way of doing food. Yeah. It's like being a meatloaf lover. It's like, <laughs> mm, I don't see that, man. That's just from a different time. Yeah, I do like meatloaf, though. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. So yeah. at either point in this story, we're, we're at the point where Jordan's dad is murdered. Yes, he died. There's no way he didn't get murdered, right? I don't want to be like totally stupid about this, but like, no, yeah, he was definitely, he was definitely murdered. murdered. Okay, fair enough. And so, at the time he was murdered, all of this gambling stuff that we've just mentioned was starting to come out, right? Like this was a pre-social media era, right? Where athletes and actors could just be horrifying people. Behind the scenes, and we would yeah. have no fucking clue. Yeah, they really protected Michael Jordan. They sure did. Like, he's one of the most protected stars I can think of. And that's kind of the argument here, that he was yeah. protected from... Not just him, though. The NBA would have taken a hit Oh, absolutely, suspended. The NBA was growing by leaps and bounds during this era. Because like, of Jordan. Yeah, I mean, we. I think we started expansion teams around this time, or like maybe a few years later... Yeah, because it would have been like early '90s. I remember, like the Timberwolves and, yeah, the when Heat was that? and all those. It was late '80s, early '90s. Okay, so yeah, around this time, and, and you know, capitalizing on its the the fame of Jordan, like he's the yeah. one. You know, uh, even John Magic Johnson and Larry Bird didn't expand the league to that degree. Yeah, we talked about that on the the NBA draft episode. Yeah, the like Bird and Magic Johnson. That mattered to Lakers and Celtics fans, sure. but sure. to just the general public, Less. people didn't so much give a shit. Right. It was when Jordan came out, like where people forget, like long shorts in the NBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Jordan. Yep, that's like, right. Everyone was wearing nut huggers before that, right? And he refused. Yep. Uh, the tongue out, shoe the, contracts, the shoes. Yeah, the tongue out, which I was like, you're going to cut your tongue I off know. someday. It's really weird. And he never did. No. <laughs> That thing just came out a foot out of his head, and everyone was afraid somehow. <laughs> and <laughs> so at this point, Jordan had won three championships yeah. in a row, and now all of this gambling stuff starts coming out. We had no idea as a fan base. Like, there were rumors about it. When you say come in, came out, you mean that it was accept- – like, you could find it if you were looking for it. 
It wasn't the right. main story. It wasn't the main story. It wasn't but on it, national news. It was being reported on. Yeah. And then the yeah, book, yeah. the book came out around that time right. also. Right. And so the NBA launches an investigation. Right. Into Jordan's gambling. And that part, everyone, like the world was told. And we were like, oh, what's going to happen next? But then Jordan's dad gets murdered. And four months yeah. later, he retires. Two days after he announces his retirement, the NBA drops their investigation. But not only drops their investigation, says they found no signs of wrongdoing. Sure. Which. Sure. That's some Ray Rice shit, is what that is. Yeah. You know, like for the, for that reference doesn't scan. When Ray Rice beat his girlfriend, which really launched the domestic violence conversation that right. we're currently having about the NFL. Uh, the first suspension he got was two games, and people lost their fucking mind because it was like, that is not enough for the video right. footage we have of this. And then they basically suspended him for the year, and that was the end of his career. I would say that this investigation into Jordan's gambling is the equivalent of the two-game suspension for Ray Rice. Right. It's like a slap on the wrist, you know? Yeah, because you have to... They There is, in all of the details of Jordan's gambling, there is... Someone who reported overhearing a conversation where right. the the conversation made it seem like Jordan was betting on games, and yeah, the, the he overheard the the lines plus seven is the, right is the sentence he heard right. And the thing about basketball, like it goes it, like f- football. Yeah, I guess football and basketball happen at the same time. When does basketball season end? It ends in June. And it July. starts in like November. Yeah, it overlaps. Yeah, er, so they overlap. Season. So he could have been talking about football also. I mean, depending on what time of year it he was. He could have been talking about baseball if it was in the middle of the playoffs. Would there be a plus seven in a baseball game? Could be. That is wild. That would be a lot. Yeah, that would be a lot. <laughs> that would be, you know, the Cincinnati Reds are playing the 24 Yankees, but sure. Yeah. You know? But. Uh, that's yeah. a big deal, if, especially yeah. if he was betting on NBA games. That's a huge deal. That's what got Pete Rose problem. kicked out of baseball yep. for I life. The same thing. And there's another great conspiracy that Pete Rose had a secret deal in place with Bart Giamatti. Yeah. That Bart Giamatti was going to kick him out, but then a few years later, let him back in. And then not long after Pete Rose got kicked off, Bart Giamatti died. <laughs> so now Fuck. Pete Rose is like, Fuck, I can never get that deal. Back. I'm never going to be back in baseball. Well, see. Uh, I mean, there's a tangent, but I'm going to take it. Pete Rose could have been back in baseball if he was if he just wasn't an asshole. Yeah, That's, yeah. Again, I, th- I feel like Jordan could put all this shit to sleep if he just wasn't an asshole. Right. Like you know, you don't hear anybody talking shit about David Robinson. You know right. I mean? Like that guy's a nice guy. Yeah. Like nobody says shit about him. Yeah. You know? Pete Rose, and I think Pete Rose, all he's ever had to do was admit that he bet on games. Yeah. And I think he's never it. never wanted to admit that he's not going to do it. And Pete Rose, holy shit, did you see the, I think it was a VH1 movie about Pete Rose? No. But, I, God, I feel like it was VH1, but I could be wrong about that. But at one point in his career, or after his career, Pete Rose would sell people the bat that he broke the all-time hit record oh, with. God. And at one point, someone came to his agent with one of these bats, and his agent was like, look... He has sold hundreds of those bats. <laughs> he will sell a bat that he claims he broke the hit record with to anyone who wants one. <laughs> He's buying it down at Sports <laughs> Chalet, man, and signing it. Yeah. That's all that's happening right now. <laughs> so, yeah, Pete Rose was kind of a piece of shit, too. 
But is currently is yeah that guy's gonna is. die and then we're gonna put him in the hall of fame because it's like it's just a museum yeah he has to be in it he's too good not to be in it and he's a dick so we're gonna deny it to him while he's alive right that's how this ends and you know? pete rose hears this and kills himself <laughs> <laughs> i guess i'll just stare blankly at the mic then <laughs> <laughs> he wants to be in the hall of fame then Do stop being an do. asshole eat, you know what i mean like eat or a little kill crow yourself. or kill yourself yeah. right yeah so yeah all of the the suspension or the this investigation happens and then jordan just retires right and the thing about jordan retiring at the age of 30 he was at the top of his game absolutely and we're talking about one of the most competitive people to ever walk the earth right there is no i to me i can't picture him genuinely walking away from basketball and risking the impact it would have on his legacy especially by if he couldn't ch- if he had a choice you mean right yeah and especially to do that then go play baseball which that because then you're just saying okay well you still want to compete and you still want to be an athlete but you just don't want to play basketball anymore there's no version of this where michael jordan is so arrogant that he believes he is talented enough to have conquered basketball and then thinks he could conquer baseball, even though he's wrong about that. I, I could see it. There's no version being where that's that true. Like it's that's definitely possible. But just him walk I feel like he had to know see, if he was gonna quit and do and play a sport professionally, even at the time I was always surprised it wasn't golf. Because he, well, is he probably a, knows he's not good enough at golf. He's lost enough money doing it. I've always heard he's a really good golfer. Why does he owe nine hundred thousand dollars to fucking whoever Aquinas, Mike Aquinas? Uh, that's a good point. Like that guy's not. <laughs> I mean, that guy's not Jack Nicholas. No, you know what I mean. And so the it's the competitiveness that makes right. people wonder. But I think that is a good point. He could also be like, well, I'm just going to go be the best at baseball for a while. It takes a certain kind of delusion for a man to switch sports this way for sure think he's going to be equally good at both right like i understand that we had Deion sanders and bo jackson around that time like maybe right you know, ten, eight years before or whatever so it's not like we didn't have crossover athletes but like jordan's starting from zero you know yeah he's like tim tebow trying to make the mets right which you know is probably not going to happen i hear it might happen actually yeah i did Isn't see that a stupid thing. like he's doing well i know he's doing well in Isn't the minors so dumb it's great. He's I love it. Yeah. I mean, good for him. I like Tebow. I'm fine I hope with it Tebow. works out. Yeah. yeah. He's super religious, but who fucking cares? He's a nice guy. Yeah. yeah he's he right. could be worse. He could be He could be worse. It could be Aaron Hernandez also he who could came be from Aaron Florida. Hernandez. <laughs> that is accurate. That I would rather be Tim Tebow, definitely. And uh, so another weird aspect of this is Jordan's retirement speech. Yes. Where he says 5 years down the line if that urge comes back and if the Bulls will have me, and this is the important part, and if David Stern lets me back in the league, I may come back. The fuck do you mean if David Stern lets you back in the league? It is a suspicious thing to say. Because what choice would David Stern have? Oh, he could tell you you can't come back. Even if, if you just retired? I think so. I think, he, I think he has some oversight there. Yeah, maybe. But that's still, like, what would make anyone assume David Stern wouldn't let Jordan back in the league? I mean, I'm sure at the time it played as being deferential. Yeah. I'm sure it played that way. It is a strange thing to say. So there's, really, no, there's no going around that. Yeah, it's a, it's a really weird thing to tag on yeah. 
to that sentence. It certainly and, adds to the the fuel to this. Yeah. And yeah, that's that's another thing that makes people think this was a conspiracy. And I I don't know if every aspect of this story is correct, but I do feel like there was probably some secret back deal, like backdoor deal that yeah. got Jordan out of the league in a way that didn't make everyone look awful. This hinges on like a couple of key facts, like all this does. One is none of us really agree with the narrative that Jordan just got tired of playing basketball. Right. None of us really believe that. All of us are looking for a different answer than that. Uh, I think I agree with that. Like, that doesn't fit who Michael Jordan is. Yeah. Especially not since he came back and three-peated again, and then came back again and played as a wizard when he owned that team. And then there's a conspiracy we'll talk about in the next episode that really blows the idea that Jordan would walk away from competitiveness in any form. No, I don't believe that one bit. Not one bit. After that Hall of Fame speech, I was like, this man will kill anyone (laughs) to be be a little better than you. Yeah, did he kill James Jordan? (laughs) Dude, maybe he was like, this gambling shit is going to be a big story. Right. I need a bigger story. (laughs) I'm going to murder my dad. I'm going to, I'm going to mob murder my dad (laughs) secretly. Yeah. (laughs) And then call the sheriff's deputy son from my dad's car phone. Uh, Which, by the way, that's who these whoever called that from that car right. phone. They called a sheriff's deputy's kid, who later ended up being arrested also, yeah, for. As I recall, drug it was smoke. also a drug mule, drug kingpin, yeah, drug kingpin. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's one of the facts. I mean, also the fact that David Stern is just fucking sleazy and like nobody believes him. Yeah, you know that's another quality to this. But frankly, uh, I think I think this whole thing just hinges around the gambling facts. Right. And why would he ever retire? Why would he ever do that? That It doesn't make any sense. Nobody thought it made sense at the time. We were all let down. Yeah. It's like, why? You're, I hated him because I was a Lakers fan, and he, I still didn't want him to leave. Yeah. I you mean, know? I fucking, I was broken when Michael oh, Jordan yeah. retired because I was a Bulls fan, and we were like in the thick of it. But I was also, that last championship before he retired, we just barely won that. Yeah, it was, yeah, like, it was, it was tight. And I don't know. I was worried if we went a fourth year in a row, we weren't going to win. It's, I mean, f- have we seen more than a three-peat? I mean, we probably have with Bill Russell's team somewhere, right? Yeah, because Bill Russell Way won back like in the 11 line. championships But or they something. never fucking played anybody any good. Right. I don't want to hear any more of this Bill Russell horse <laughs> shit. It's like, fuck Bill Russell. I'm sorry. I'm just not having it. Uh, everybody, like, I'm sure he's one of the best ever. I'm not, and he seems like a great yeah. guy. But, like, I'm tired of the Bill Russell, like, well, you won 800 championships. Yeah, who are they playing? Right. You know, they're not playing fucking Charles Barkley. Yeah. You know, they're not playing against Shaq and Kobe. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah, Come on. Come that's on. true. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I think I buy this. I think I buy this conspiracy. Yeah, this one seems believable. It's better than the alternative, which is that Michael Jordan was tired of playing basketball and then thought he could conquer in baseball, because that's insane. Yeah. And even the him playing baseball makes sense in that at that time, I believe Jerry Krause also owned the White Sox. Interesting. And that allowed Jerry Krause to keep paying Jordan. That's interesting. Even though he had quit. Oh. I mean, I don't know if he was making minor league money. Right. Probably not. I'm well, assuming he was making a little more. You don't quit your NBA star player salary to fix your gambling problem 
That's not how that's you fix a gambling problem. <laughs> for sure. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. don't give me that as an explanation. Yeah. That like, oh, he's trying to fix his gambling debts. No, no, you make more money to fix gambling problems, not less. And it also set him up, presumably, to make merchandise money yeah. on jersey sales and right. t-shirt sales. Right. So, yeah, the baseball thing always just seemed strange to me. Nobody wanted him to play baseball. No. No. I didn't want him to play baseball. I, I didn't know if he's good at it. I don't care. Especially not playing for the White Sox. Fuck you. No. I'm a Cubs fan, yeah. pal. Really? Oh, yeah. You're the only person from Chicago I know that's a Cubs fan. Oh, yeah, because it's all White Sox fans. Schmidt is a White Sox yeah, yeah, yeah. is a disgusting, nasty White Sox fan. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Cubs fan. I have a plaque in the studio you and sure everything. You sure do. Look at it. That's yeah. great. I cried when they won the World Series. You should have. They, they, they really earned great. that. Yeah, yeah. That's great. So, yeah, I... I believe this one too. I yeah, th- like. I, do. I think I don't know about the the James Jordan murder. That's Who so knows? much to believe. And honestly, it's the less interesting of the two to me. I even agree. though James Jordan was murdered, and that's sad. I like the glad handing of this. I like that David Stern is like, I can't afford for Michael Jordan to be punished for his mistakes, right? Because my job is to make money for these owners. And this hurts that. So this guy is actually too big to fail. Like, this is a bailout for him. What if Stern killed Jordan's dad? <laughs> Would you put, he didn't, he didn't bring pigs in a blanket to their meeting yeah, or something, you know? Yeah, exactly. Stern just, like, just looked at him with his frog mouth. He knew he needed it. a cover story to get Jordan to retire. <laughs> and he's like, I got it! I'm gonna kill his dad! <laughs> just shout out Smart. to David Stern. David Stern is the best evil commissioner that isn't Vince McMahon. He's the right. best at that. Yeah. Like, he was the first one getting booed and, like, just lo- just drinking it in. Yeah, yeah. Like, making him stronger. I love that shit. Yeah, he, he fucking adores it. And he's been commissioner for a long time. Well, he gave it up a few years back for Adam Silver, who's done a nice job with it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Adam yeah. Silver got rid of Do- Donald Sterling as his first major act. Oh, that's right. Yeah, which yeah, was yeah. a big move. You know, yeah. That was, that was a good move. Yeah, I remember after the Donald Sterling thing, I saw... The Clippers play the Celtics on MLK Day. Ooh. And I was like, Ooh. this is tense, but yeah. also, is this like the NBA paying the Clippers back? Like, <laughs> how about you beat up on the team from Racist Town on MLK Day? Could be. For, <laughs> in well, exchange for the Donald Sterling thing. Also strange because their coach was coach of both, the Clippers coach at that time, Doc Rivers, was coach of the Clippers, and then before that, the Celtics. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a lot of, yeah. a lot of history in that, in that matchup. Oh, basketball. Yeah. Yep. Such fun. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's this episode. Uh, I say 50-50 on the conspiracies. I don't know about the, jo- the James Jordan thing. but I don't believe that one, but I, but I do think Jordan. I buy the retirement. Thing. I do think he got a handshake retirement yeah. here. And next week, we're going to talk about some other Jordan conspiracies, one of them being the craziest one, I think, of all, and also kind of believable, which covers his time as a GM and working in the front office. For I'm really the, excited about this. The Bobcats. And, I love it. Yeah, it's going to be great. Um, until then, what do we, do? You have anything to plug before we get out of here? Well, you can find me on Twitter at the Real Gans, and also uh, I'm co-host of a podcast called One Upsmanship with Mike Swaim on the Small Beans Network. Very nice. Everyone check, check out the out. Small Beans Network. I got to get a, yeah. a, a Swaim moved recently. I think we live closer together, so I got to yeah, get over there and. Do some podcasts. Yeah, he, we'd love to have you play games. You game much? Not really. Okay, but I know that there's like yeah, you do movies and stuff. I do movies yeah. and I do depression, so yeah. I could do either. Of those. <laughs> yeah, you'll fit right in. They'll love that. Um, also, speaking of Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Unpops. You can sign up there for 
all of our podcasts we do so fucking many oh my god it's insane uh we have 20 different shows we put out 15 episodes a week and uh some of those are episodes you can only get on patreon we do 17 patreon only episodes a month all for five dollars you cheap bitches sign up for that seems like a good deal and at adam todd brown on twitter and instagram and don't fucking follow me on Facebook, man. I don't, Who's doing that anymore? Yeah, I, I don't I, even check it anymore. Yeah, I I still have it so I can message comics about booking shit, but I don't post. I use it for the message and for event invites. Yeah, yeah. And Otherwise, even then, if you've invited me to something on Facebook recently, I'm probably not coming. I doubt <laughs> that I saw that invite, <laughs> and I'm sorry in advance. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Adam, yeah. say goodbye. Adios. Thanks for having me. Goodbye, everybody. We love you.